let's face it, people who are struggling with cognitive impairment and their loved ones are their family members or their friends, whoever their social circus, they still need to go to the grocery store. They need to go to church. They love going to the restaurants. They need to be able to go out into the parks. They should have a positive experience. If we educate and take the time, and it's a huge initiative, but if we take the time and try to address it, with different industries. I know here in Denton County, we targeted the churches, the restaurants, and banking. Because I can tell you as a home health nurse, I saw the opportunity for folks who maybe they don't have the support system of a family and they're living in their homes and there's cognitive impairment and they're being scammed by folks and not safe. Welcome to Aging in Style with me, Lori Williams. I'm an optimist by nature, and I believe you can follow your dreams at any age. My grandmother's journey with dementia ignited a passion in me to work with seniors. I've spent the past 13 years learning about seniors and aging. In my mid-50s, I followed my own dream and founded my company, where I use my expertise to help seniors locate housing and resources. On this podcast, we cover all aspects of aging. Join us each week to meet senior living experts and inspirational seniors who are following their dreams. The fact is, we're all aging, so why not do it in style? Hi, welcome to today's episode of Aging in Style. Today, we are talking about dementia-friendly America, and this is something near and dear to my heart because I have been working with a group of wonderful women to bring this to my area, my part of Texas, but it is something that there's chapters all over the United States. Alzheimer's is, we've talked about this before, but it is a, an epidemic. The Alzheimer's Association says that 6.5 million Americans are living with Alzheimer's today, and that by 2050, it's projected to rise to 13 million. So this is something we need to be talking about. And so I have a guest who knows all about Alzheimer's. She is very involved in the Alzheimer's Association and just working with people with Alzheimer's. So Erin Kasten, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Lori. Thank you for having me. Of course. Give us a little bit of your history. Tell us, I know you're always so busy. I've known you for years, like probably 15 years, and I've known you've always been very involved in Alzheimer's. So tell us a little about your background. I am a nurse and I'm about to be celebrate my 40th anniversary as a nurse. I started my career in critical care medicine. Uh, my grandmother was a nurse and she is the reason that I became a nurse. And in the early 90s or mid 90s, we went through a lot of cognitive changes with her. And it was quite tasking for me and my family, uh, my dad. I really saw my dad go through a lot of stuff trying to care for his mom. Back then, they called it more of an organic brain syndrome. They would never really true diagnose or didn't know how to diagnose some of the dementia diagnosis that we have today. So I have said for years, as I came out of the hospital, I started working with seniors as a home health nurse. And then I've been directors and stuff in senior living. I got involved with the Alzheimer's, our local chapter, probably a good 16, 17 years ago, became a community educator and facilitated lots of support groups. And we just continue to see a need in the community for education, for support systems, for what do I do now? 
And so one of the Denton area support groups that is occupational therapy based uh, is called Stepping Stones. And this was a great group of educators from our, you know, TWU and UNT, the occupational therapy students and the music therapy students that started this program where they would do support for the loved one's family member and do a therapy-based program for X amount of time every week. And then we would do the facilitating part with their, their loved one. And out of that, that group of phenomenal women, they found Dementia Friendly America. There was a need identified that our community could be better that we needed to educate more folks, try to get the community to understand how we could include folks with a dementia diagnosis and their loved ones. What we know through evidence-based research is that oftentimes when uh, someone gets this overwhelming diagnosis under the umbrella of dementia, whichever form, there's like 180 forms of dementia, that they tend to withdraw from our communities. But there's a lot of opportunity for them to be active and engaged and treated with honor, grace, and dignity. And so the initiative of Dementia Friendly America is to educate, to be a resource, to reach out to all industry of business, and that's all industry of business, to support these folks and their loved ones with everything that they need to be involved in their community. So through the support group of uh, Stepping Stones Denton, they found Dementia Friendly America, and it is an amazing initiative to help bring multiple industry into supporting folks with dementia in our community. So we, Lori, you were a part of this. We started this project, gosh, three and a half years, almost Mm -hmm. four years ago. The pandemic came about, so we didn't get to launch as soon as we wanted to, but it it gave us the opportunity to really continue to work in the background, develop all the training modules for the different sectors of industry. And uh, so, yeah, now we're in the process Mm -hmm. of rolling it out yeah, and introducing it to our county and uh, starting trainings. Yeah. Absolutely. So the cool thing about this is we're going to educate, like if you're a bank or a church or um, a store, whatever you may be, educate someone from that business or church or whatever it may be, and train them about dementia, how to be dementia friendly, how to recognize people with dementia and how to treat them with respect. And then that person's going to train the people who work there. So it's going to be kind of like you train one and they train the rest down. And then once they're trained, they're going to have a little decal, right? That they put in the window that will identify that this is a dementia friendly business. Right. And I think that's so amazing. And I remember when you started talking about dementia friendly, I personally had had an incident where I went to a grocery store and there was a gentleman in line in front of myself and my daughter, and he could not figure out how to put his card in his debit card. And I mean, obviously for me, it was obvious that he had dementia and Mm -hmm. he was getting kind of frazzled and the lady working there was being so rude to him. I mean, just Mm. talking in such a, like talking down to him, it was just, Mm -hmm. Oh, it was awful. So, I mean, I immediately went up there and went to help him. And I said, let me help you. Cause you know what? I have the same problem doing this. So let me see if I can help you. And he was so gracious and sweet. 
helped him. He went on his way. And I tried as nicely as I could to tell that worker that that is not appropriate, that that gentleman had dementia or there was something not right. There was no reason to talk to him that way. And the the more irritated she became, the more frazzled he became. So like shortly after that, I heard about dementia friendly and I'm like, yes, this is what we need this. We absolutely need this. Absolutely. And and thank you for sharing that story because unfortunately, um, you know, I'm going to say in my opinion, what I have seen through the years is that most people, folks, community members, are not comfortable when it is a diagnosis involving brain health or mental health. Uh, they get frustrated, like you described that mm-hmm. cashier. They they get angry. They don't know how to react. And unfortunately, what you mentioned was he then got frustrated mm-hmm. because he was feeling the anxiety and he and he had awareness in that moment of, oh my gosh, I'm not thinking clear, I'm not able to do this task. And they're, you know, they're embarrassing me or I'm just trying to hurry up and get done. So Dementia Friendly America, the movement began in September of 2015 after the White House Conference on Aging had launched a successful initiative with Minnesota and it was called the Act on Alzheimer's. And then DFA was launched in 2015 with pilot communities in Denver Prince George County in Maryland, Santa Clara County in California, and Tempe, Arizona, and the state of West Virginia. So they launched through that act and funding the idea of let's, you know, get our community, whether it's a village, a town, a county, informed so that it's safe and respectful huge word. I always say honor, grace, and dignity, but definitely respectful mm-hmm. of uh, individuals with a disease mm-hmm. and their families. It's also their families that are losing their loved ones slowly, but surely. And of course, I'm going to get real nursey on you a few times here. Lori, <laughs> so don't okay. find me as I go off. <laughs> You're right. I've done a lot of training through my career with different folks that are specialists out in, in the community, but also across America. If we truly called cognitive changes under this umbrella of dementia diagnosing, what it truly was, which is the brain is failing. It's not the fault of that person necessarily. It is failing brain cells that are occurring and causing the the change in executive function, the change in decision-making, safety awareness. uh, And as the disease continues, lots of other things but we don't call it brain failure, you know? And so people, we tend to not want to talk about it. We tend to not want to, like the cashier that you mentioned, you know, mm-hmm. she just wants to get done, move him on. You know, we don't give any grace or time to folks that need to, a little more time to communicate, you know? And it's, it's sad because what I've heard a lot of uh, through the healthcare industry and folks that talk a lot about dementias is, is not even healthcare members are as aware about dementia and how to work with families and and someone with a diagnosis. But if we called it brain failure, like we do heart failure and kidney failure and liver failure, you know, people might be more open to it, but you know, our brain has this wonderful thing. It does sometimes wonderful, you know, it either fights or flight. So, you know, someone struggling with cognitive impairment at wherever they are in their journey of dementia, you know, they will recede into themselves and stay away and, and not want to be out in the community. They'll hide in their houses because they don't want anybody to see they're struggling or they'll fight through it. 
And so I love the concept of Dementia Friendly America and uh, what we're starting here in Denton, Texas is, you know, this programming truly trying to educate as many industries as we can, because let's face it, people who are struggling with cognitive impairment and their loved ones are their family members or their friends, whoever their social circus they still need to go to the grocery store. They need to go to church. They love going to the restaurants. They need to be able to go out into the parks. They should have a positive experience. If we educate and take the time, and it's a huge initiative, but if we take the time and try to address it with different industries, I know here in Denton County, we targeted the churches, the restaurants, and banking. Because I can tell you as a home health nurse, I saw the opportunity for folks who maybe they don't have the support system of a family and they're living in their homes and there's cognitive impairment and they're being scammed by folk and not safe. So banking was a very important industry for us to work with. And we've learned lots about banking since we've done that. Uh, They have lots of regulations and things that they can and can't not do. But at least we have the opportunity to educate them on how to identify someone that may be cognitive. Now, Lori, I was at a meeting this morning, and it's a senior industry meeting. And one of the banks here in town is going to sign up for dementia-friendly training. And she told the story because they get so personal with their clients Mm -hmm. that someone had called in and was talking as if they were that person, which was a senior individual. Mm -hmm. And because they identified the voice, they saved that individual from losing $30,000 through identity fraud. Wow. Rapid in our senior community already, but now add on some cognitive changes to that. So it's great when businesses say, hey, yeah, let's learn about this. Let's see what we can do. Now, we're not asking to change the world, what we're asking is, let us educate you. So you, maybe you can identify, not make an assessment, but identify, gee, something's not right here. We're going to give you a list of resources, Alzheimer's Association, Dementia Friendly Denton County, Alzheimer's Society, whatever, uh, 1-800 numbers that they can call. Uh, maybe it's the area agency on aging, but give them some resources. They can say, hey, I want to give this person this information And at least it starts the process. But then, you know, there's also ways they can adapt their business model to help folks with cognitive impairment. Mm -hmm. So it's really, I mean, helping them to be aware and know what they're seeing that this is, this is not right. Something's wrong here. And then giving them the resources instead of where they think, "Eh, I think something's not right, but I don't know what to do. Well, now you have a list of resources and people you can call. You know, I I also love with the churches and I have a story, a good friend of mine, her mother had dementia. She has since passed away, but Fort Worth has done a good job with their dementia friendly. Absolutely. They have. And there's, there's a church in Fort Worth. I don't recall the name of it. Um, you may, <laughs> but it's First United Methodist Church. That's yes, a big one. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So, my friend's mom lived here in Flower Mound. She lived in a memory care, and they took them at Christmas to see a special program for Christmas of music. And her mother loved music, and she was pretty far advanced with her dementia journey. But they took them, and they had modified this 
service for people with dementia. So it wasn't as long, uh, you know, I don't know everything else they did, but they did certain things to modify it, but she, they right. got to go and enjoy the music and, and be a part of it. it. You know, not as, not a huge crowd of people and her mother loved it, just lit up, even was able to talk a little bit about it when she got back. So it was just such a, a beautiful um, experience for her and for her mom to have that because she passed not long after that. Oh, that's see mm -hmm. again. I can't say enough. I've lived this with my family. As I mentioned earlier, my grandmother was the first. My mother-in-law was much later in my life, and we lost her to this disease. I'm facing it most likely in the future. Uh, of course, I've had hundreds of patients over the years, and every single one of them deserve to have the opportunity to live the fullest life that they can live. And church, mm -hmm. it's why we, we targeted them. One of the first sectors that we wanted to target was churches because faith-based support is so important to this particular generation of folks, mm -hmm. you know, our, Absolutely. The, the boomers and the greatest generation, you know, it, it is something they grew up with it. It's familiar, it's comforting. And so you're exactly right. Uh, here in Denton, it is Trinity Presbyterian Church that has modified their uh, service. They have a separate dementia-friendly service after Fort Worth uh, did some mentoring with us. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, it is a shorter service. It's a lot more songs and hymns and joyful noise, as they call it. And mm -hmm. uh, it's a lot less just reading and having to sit and having to be quiet and it's a shorter time frame, and it has just been very successful. And we're so excited to continue that trend of training different folks in different churches. And they all know who has cognitive impairment. Mm -hmm. You know, we are so used to our regiment and routines. It's just helping them see that they can modify and maybe add or change a service just a little bit to have another offering for dementia folks and, mm -hmm. and understanding. And they want to help them with their faith needs, right? Mm -hmm. they, it's their passion. So I'm excited that the churches have grabbed onto this as well as they have. Yeah, I am as well. And, you know, I mean, I, I feel like maybe a lot of people overlook our seniors with dementia and just yep. think, well, they're not going to get anything out of it, but no, they can still get something out of it. And as you yeah. said, we need to honor and respect them and provide that for them because they do want that. Right. Because even, you know, even though I'm, I talked about brain failure, you know, when the electrical impulses are going through healthy tissue, depending on where they are in their journey, you know, unfortunately at this time, you talked about the statistics for Alzheimer's, but with Alzheimer's type dementia or Lewy body or frontal temporal lobe, Parkinsonian, you know, whatever, all the different ones, there are still, as a journey that there's no treatment for any of these medicine, you know, can maybe slow it down and people should really talk to their healthcare providers for that. I'm not making any statement about that, but there's still moments and lots of moments of clarity. Mm -hmm. So in church, when they have the opportunity and it's an old familiar hymn and it brings them peace and it brings them joy. I mean, why not? You know, mm -hmm. let's, let's get them engaged and get them involved. You know, dementia typically affects the brain differently from side to side. I teach a better brain class and I talk about this a lot in that particular thing, but 
you know, the left side is where a lot of executive decisions are made, you know, what to eat, when to eat, how to take my medicines, what to wear when it's 100 degrees outside or 30 below up in the Northeast, wherever. That changes first and quicker and more advanced than the right side does. And on the right side of the brain, we have that social chit chat, but we also have rhythm and rhyme and songs and music. And that's why music in church is so important for this generation. Now, it's important to me, too. But I'm telling you, I can't wait till the day that I'm getting to hear ACDC. In the, oh, my in gosh. The I was thinking the same thing because we're yeah, we're the AC/DC, same age. So Zeppelin, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm so starting funny. to hear a little change in the music uh, choices here when I first got to senior living about 19 yeah. years ago. Yeah, I've, I've noticed yeah. that, too. But it's so funny you should say that because I always say that to my husband, you know, hey, when we're in the you know senior living, are we going to be like jamming to Highway to Hell, ACDC? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so like you've mentioned the sector. So like the first sector is that, you know, dementia friendly Denton County, which is here in in the Dallas area. What we're focusing on first are churches and banks. And then the other sector would be restaurants. And you have a great story about a restaurant. I do. So, you know, I, I would say, Lori, if I was impressing upon anyone listening to the podcast today is You know, you and I walk into a restaurant and we like the vibe of it. We go in for the food, but we also go in for some of the ambience of it. I'm not saying that right right now, but anyway, but to someone who either early on or somewhere in the middle of their journey of dementia, it can be overwhelming to be really busy or to be really loud are the menus. I mean, you know, some of these mm-hmm. wonderful restaurants give you a book, you know, yeah. <laughs> and it's, too, <laughs> it's overwhelming. overwhelming to me, right? So we have several restaurants here uh, locally in Denton County that we're working with as a start to think about, you know, several things to help someone with dementia. And, and I will tell that story here in a minute. So some of the things we look at with restaurants is maybe, you know, talking to them if they could offer a modified menu, you know, not a ton of expense in that. It could be something single on paper because as a nurse and everybody that works within the dementia community, we try to educate people. Don't forget that the person sitting there with some cognitive impairment deserves to be talked to. Do not not talk to them, you know, greet them, what would you like to drink? Maybe give one or two choices. Usually the family member or their friend is close and they're going to try to help mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, guide the, the wait staff or manager or whatever of the restaurant. Um, but, you know, talk to them. Don't leave them out of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, amending the menu, there is a, a movement. Oh, I don't remember which state, but they, they did something where in restaurants, they do the purple tablecloth. And oh. those purple tablecloths identify these are folks with dementia or cognitive impairment of some sort. And they will sit people there. And then the wait staff knows, okay, I'm going to approach slowly and calmly. I'm going to make sure I'm smiling and greeting them. I'm going to give them a option or two, you know, mm-hmm. an amended menu. So we really love that idea. Oh, that's uh, we wonderful. Yeah, we're trying to incorporate that up here. So, you know, we had a lot of time during the pandemic to <laughs> yeah. be able to research a lot. So, <laughs> so the story that I talk about with a particular restaurant here in Denton was as folks go through the journey of dementia, 
there comes a time when they are very regimented in how they want to do stuff. And so there was a gentleman and his wife uh, who are part of the Stepping Stones group here that told me the story here not long ago. So she cares for her husband. He was this big, huge executive here local somewhere. And, you know, now he's in the journey of his dementia. Well, he's so used to getting up, being that regimented executive brain, right? That he, he always likes to go to this restaurant and it's every morning they get up at a certain time. He still has that wherewithal and he wants to go to that restaurant. Well, the pandemic hit and shut everything down. So now he doesn't understand. He, he's, he's struggling to understand the pandemic and, mm-hmm. and struggling to understand why can't I go? Why can't I go? Why can't I go? And the wife was just in tears trying to figure out how to help her husband be successful in his day and, and still feel comfortable and not start the day so frustrated because breakfast was his big thing to go eat at this restaurant. So she called the restaurant and said, is there any way I can just come by, pick up the food? Because he wanted certain things. And that owner said, you know what? Why don't you just bring your husband? I can set up a table just for you guys. You're the only one that's going to be here. And they did that. That restaurant was willing to adapt and willing to make sure they were following all the things they need to do for COVID, but still mm-hmm. they were able to help this family mm, amazing. be successful in their day. And I, yeah, just absolutely. And they were the very first restaurant here to be dementia friendly. We uh-huh. obviously targeted them. <laughs> yeah. uh, they have a passion for their community and it was amazing. So yeah, she was willing to adapt the way the restaurant was able to deal with it, you know, and they saw him every day through the pandemic every day. Mm, I uh, love that so, story. Isn't that a great story? Mm-hmm. I know. I, it gives me chills every time because that is, you know, being a good human being mm-hmm. and just trying to help any way you can. Mm-hmm. And it really made a difference for this this gentleman and his wife. And, and the wife just, when she told me the story a couple of months ago, I'm just like, oh my gosh, no wonder, you know, yes, let's, let's get to them. Let's work with them. And uh, it was amazing. Yeah. And that's the whole goal behind Dementia Friendly. That's what we want to do. <laughs> and yeah. make people so aware. It, and mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. You know, it's, again, to help communities work towards becoming, you know, dementia friendly, helping them identify, see how they just get them to think about how they could adapt. Now, some restaurants won't be able to do that, right? It's they're high volume. You know, we're a big university town. We've got several colleges, universities around here. And, uh, it, you know, some of the restaurants won't be able to do it, but there are those that I, I think will definitely work with us and be able to adapt some type of serving in Stepping Stones. When This was one of the biggest things I heard from families. Gosh, there's nowhere we can go out to eat. I would just love to go out to eat with my loved one. But, you know, certain places were too loud or music's too much or there's too much movement. They tried to go later in the day, but the wait staff wasn't, you know, aware of what was going on with the dementia. And so, uh, yeah, we have several identified that we're going to try to work with. And, and we'll make a resource list for folks of these dementia friendly. You mentioned the decal. So, mm-hmm. you know, there is a whole toolkit that when we train a business and we do the train the trainer, there's a toolkit that the business uh, receives and they do an evaluation tool because we need that data back. Uh, We are a nonprofit, so we need that data back. 
and uh, they put a decal that is an identifier to anyone that says, oh, it says dementia friendly. They may not know what dementia friendly Mm Denton County is necessarily, but oh my gosh, it's dementia friendly. Mm-hmm. I can bring my loved one here. And that is the whole point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is I point. am. I'm so excited to start seeing more and more of this decal start popping up all around Denton yeah. County. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited too. It, it, it's an amazing thing. It's probably going to take us a little while. Sure. Uh, you know, we've been very lucky, Lori, as you know, when we launched up here in the North part of the County, you know, the mayor, uh, the police department, the fire department, the sheriff's department, you know, all our civic folks, our city officials, our representatives in Congress and, and state reps were all here. So it was amazing. And yes, in May, it, later here in the month, we're going to be mm-hmm. down at the south part of the county. In Flower uh, Mound, yes. All those local <laughs> civic leaders and hospitals and everybody mm-hmm. else really trying to spread the joy and spread the word about dementia friendly. Yeah, absolutely. We're trying to get that word out for sure. Another thing, which I think is so interesting is the, forget what they call it, but the horticulture, like where they go on the, oh, with a master yeah, gardener. I, that yeah. is so cool. So tell us about that. Okay. So again, during the pandemic, we had a lot of time to do some research and in another chapter somewhere here in the U S and I'm sorry, I don't recall off the top of my head, but there was a dementia-friendly type of park event. So one of the board members said, you know what, let me reach out to Denton Park and Recs or up here in the Denton area. And then we did to talk to Louisville and Flower Mound Park and Recs. And uh, we approached them and the senior center about what the, the mission and vision is for dementia-friendly and what we would like to do. And so now the master naturalists do this guided tour of the different parks around Denton. And uh, right now we've been, they've been doing it on Wednesdays uh, in the morning. And so we have volunteers from Dementia Friendly Denton that uh, attend these walks along with the naturalists. And it is completely geared towards dementia community members and their loved ones. And they have the best time. So I actually heard the story this morning on my board meeting, you know, the naturalist, they slow down the presentation, they pull leaves or flowers, they touch, they smell, they talk about stories, it ignites the imagination or memories of folks with dementia or their loved one that's with them. And they, they just had great conversation. It lasts about 45 minutes to an hour. It's a great way to get out and be a part of the community, to be outside in fresh <laughs> air and sunshine. It's a safe environment. So, yeah, we kicked it off here in Denton. So I'm not sure if that was through Dementia Friendly America's chapter elsewhere. We have since been contacted by Dementia Friendly America to uh, explain them how we got that started and how we're doing it. And they're really excited to see about expanding nature walks that are dementia friendly. So oh, I yeah, think really it's cool. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Flower Mound will start it in the fall. So mm-hmm. Denton did it here in the spring and Flower Mound does it in the fall. So we're really excited about the different cities as we start to get them in the dementia friendly family doing different events like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is definitely outside the box. Yeah. This is. is important, but so is outside. Right. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just great. It was, it's, we've had great feedback about those. We've done about four of them now and we've had really good feedback on mm-hmm. those events. Yeah. I'm excited to see how it goes. And especially for flower mound too, to start. Yeah. The and I think and they're all free. Yeah, yeah. It's all free. Yeah, completely this is donated free. time. 
we did it through Parks and Rec, the local, you know, Parks mm-hmm. and Recs. We're working with the senior centers to have a dementia-friendly activity at the senior center because that's a lot of social engagement, right? And it's important. Mm-hmm. And a lot of seniors love going to play dominoes or cards or exercises or dances or whatever. Again, sometimes those events can be a little overwhelming depending on where they are. So we're working with uh, the one here in Denton uh, right now, him and uh, me and a couple of others from the committee are looking at what kind of programming this, again, shorter, maybe more music, but lots of fun, you know, Mm -hmm. and something that they're interested in. You know, it has to be from their social background. And specifically for people with dementia. So there's, you know, like I said, there's all kinds of activities in the senior center, but they're not going to be. Yeah, but these are modified. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. excellent. But when they walk in, it's not necessarily identified that way, but they're Mm -hmm. aware of it. And so Mm -hmm. all the seniors, you know, they they feel like they're a part of the community, which is the whole goal. Mm -hmm. It's letting them still feel valued and wanted in our community. And you're right. uh, You mentioned earlier, it is not that easy for someone as they go through this journey. Early on, they can still be easily apart, but it's about that mid journey where they start to withdraw from our community. And we're trying to stop that. We're trying to help them stay an active member because, you know, on the other side of this for businesses, and this is usually a, a part of the pitch is, if you can continue to engage them and their family and your community, then they're spending dollars in your business. Mm-hmm. And, and that helps the community as a whole. So it supports the economy of the community. And, that, and we're, we're really happy to have everybody, you know, start to sign up for the presentations. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, supports the, the community, but then it also for that person with dementia, it's letting them feel as whole as they can feel, not feeling Absolutely. like I'm that just useless. Yeah. That's yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. So we talked about Dementia Friendly America. There are um, chapters throughout most states. We looked it up and it was 35 mm-hmm. states have chapters. So there's a lot of opportunity for growth <laughs> in those mm-hmm. states that don't have them yet. And, and not just in the state, but each each town. So like right. I believe we were, Denton County was number seven in Texas, right? Yeah, yeah. We were very high and we took on the whole county, not just the yep. city. So yeah, yeah, the whole county of Denton. <laughs> the whole county, it's a big county. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, we so, were number seven, yeah. Uh-huh. The pan- yeah, if we'd have been able to do it originally back in 20, when we were going to launch, we would have been like number four, but that's okay. It's we're okay. happy. There's a huge uh, dementia friendly Texas that we're now under their umbrella. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So, so if you're curious about your own state, if there is a chapter or your city, or if you want to, to bring it to your state or city, you can go online and it's, um, dfamerica.org is the website. So that's dfamerica.org. You can go in there and there's um, a map. I know it took us a second to find, was it just like under communities or? Yeah, it's under, so it says, how how does a community join the DFA network of communities? And it talks about that uh, you come to their website to learn how to join the network of communities. You review the dementia-friendly community readiness and recognition criteria, because there is a lot of work on the front side of it uh, to get the paperwork turned in and be ready to say, to show them that you're launching this initiative in your area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's not terribly difficult. It looks overwhelming when you get that great big binder Mm -hmm. and you get all the paperwork and stuff. (laughs) It's a big binder. Yeah. But they're looking, they, 
man, they have really done a great job of giving you the formulas, giving you the wording, giving you this toolkit that makes you successful and mm-hmm. how to approach all these different sectors of business and what, you know, what you're looking for. We've worked really hard on all of that during the pandemic and, and getting our nonprofit status and, um, Yeah. So I would encourage any listener, if you want to make a difference, think about being involved in Dementia Friendly America and Dementia Friendly wherever you're at. You may have a local chapter somewhere. It's phenomenal support. It's a great way to get involved in your community and you will never know the amount of joy that you have to bring someone and the opportunity you have to do that. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. So I also want to announce for those, I, I know this podcast goes throughout the whole country, but I am very excited and want to announce that we are having um, the dementia friendly kickoff for Flower Mound, Flower Mound, Louisville, this part of Denton County. And that is going to be on May 25th, 830 to 10 a.m. <laughs> and it's at the Flower Mound Senior Center. And we will have donuts and coffee. And we just want a huge turnout because we're our, the mayor of Flower Mound will be there. We have all of our you know, local VIPs are coming and we just want to launch this off and let people know that that we're here. We want to help our seniors with dementia and uh, we want to do this for our community. So be sure to come. <laughs> Absolutely. And look for training soon. Mm -hmm. We are doing dementia-friendly training for sectors of business this Saturday up here in Denton at the library and then next Tuesday at 530 at the main library here in Denton. So we do have a Facebook page, uh, Dementia-Friendly Denton County Facebook page. If you'd like to join and follow and see us as we grow and, and reach out to our community, I sure invite everybody to follow us on Facebook. Absolutely. And I know we have a website coming soon too. So yeah, for right now, construction. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So right now go to the Facebook page or you can go to the Dementia Friendly America website, which was the dfamerica.org. You know, and if someone is here local in the DF Dallas Fort Worth area or closer to Denton County and they are someone who has a family member or they would like to volunteer, uh, be a committee member, we also have email and you can contact us at dementia friendly Denton County at gmail.com and we will reach back out to you. Excellent. And we'll be sure to put all of this on the website too. So you'll be able to find it and and go back to all of these different sites and resources and emails and everything. So I so appreciate you taking time from your very busy schedule because I know how busy you are. <laughs> but I'm glad to do it. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you on here and, uh, and share your knowledge and help us really um, promote dementia friendly. So I'm excited about it. Well, thank you for having me. I am blessed uh, to be a part of this community. I am passionate about dementia care and awareness and education. I'm a huge advocate. Uh, As you mentioned, I've always been involved with the association one way or the other. And I'm very fortunate that I work in a company that supports all of that in senior Mm -hmm. housing. So yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for being on and taking your time. And thank you so much. Sure. And again, guys, you go to my website if you want to find other podcasts that we have. We've had, I think, 85, 86, something like that. So be sure to check out all the episodes and share this one with your friends and family. And if you want to know more about Dementia Friendly, 
give us a call or go on there and look at all the information on the website. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. 